Hello and welcome back to the Tech River, the podcast where we talk about everything to do with tech. Phones, servers, networking, you name it. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Tim. And today we're going to be chatting about everything that Apple released at their latest keynote event. We've gotten everything from an iPhone without a notch to a new squared off Apple Watch. And we even got some AirPods Pro 2 thrown in there as well. So that was a last minute surprise. So um, we were really excited about that. And the event was called Far Out. And I think I know why. And I'll be chatting about that a little bit later when we talk about the iPhones. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we we might chat about it in the order that Apple did in their live stream. Um, so that went Apple Watch, uh, AirPods Pro, and then iPhones. Yeah. Um, so, so let's start with the Apple Watches. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll start with the budget one. Um, we got the SE second generation um, uh, at the event. So this is the successor to the 2020 original iPhone. Um, sorry, not iPhone, Apple Watch SE. And essentially, it's just a minor spec bump. So we've got the S8 processor up from the S5, um, which is up to a 20% increase in performance. So not super um, big, but um, significant enough. And then we also got um, the crash detection um, that came with the Series 8. I'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about the Series 8 in a moment. And they changed the back a little bit um, to now be a composite back supposedly more environmentally friendly. I'm not sure about that. Um, but that also might be to help keep costs down as the Apple Watch uh, SE second generation is now 30 US and actually 30 Australian dollars cheaper than it was before. Now starting at 249 US dollars and uh, 399 Australian dollars. That sounds right. I haven't checked it. So we only no, checked that's the, correct. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, I we only that. checked the American prices. Uh, yeah, so... The Apple Watch, yeah, the SE second gen really is just one of those incremental generational upgrades. I mean, I'm still here rocking an Apple Watch uh, Series 3 f- from quite a while ago. Uh, you know, maybe th- maybe this can be my upgrade. And I think having it just slightly cheaper will get the Apple Watch into more onto more people's wrists. Yeah, I got the original SE here and it's definitely a very good watch. Um, I mean, I don't feel the need to upgrade anytime soon. Mm, yeah. I think the only thing that would get me to upgrade really is the battery degradation. Um, after I've had it for a couple of years now, so maybe in a year's time it might need mm, replacing. Yeah, but other than that, it's working absolutely fine. And that leads me on to the Apple Watch Series 8, which is their um, next upgrade in their um, normal series standard series. Um, up until now, it was the flagship, but now... Uh, <laughs> now we have to clarify it. <laughs> now there's something above it. Yeah. So, um, series 8, um, once again, it's not a huge upgrade. We got a few, um, we got a few uh, nice upgrades. We got the S8 chip, which is technically the same performance as the S7, so nothing to really base about there. We did get a temperature sensor, um, so we're not sure at this stage. We need some clarification on this. Um, they were mainly talking about it in the context of women's health, so I'm not sure whether it can only be used in that context or whether it can be used more broadly, but it's designed for women's health. I'm not exactly sure, so we'll have to see. We'll have to wait until we get our hands um, on one. Yeah, until we get our hands on one. Um, but, yeah, we also got that crash detection feature where they... Um, it, included some new uh, sensors, like um, there, was there was like a G-force, G-force sensor that could yeah. do up to 256G um, of force detection. So um, supposedly that's supposed to detect if you're in a car accident yeah, and if so. it'll it'll uh, call emergency services after like yeah. 
five to ten seconds if you don't respond yeah. on the watch. So it, it works similar to how fall detection has worked in the sense that, like, if you have a fall, it'll do, do like a buzzer for like ten seconds, and then it will um, then it will try and call emergency services. Um, it works similar to that, but it's just using different sensors. Yeah, that's right, and um, we also uh, where there's now the new feature of low power mode coming to. The Apple Watch Series 8 as well, and I'm pretty sure that comes to the Series 4 and later. So any Apple Watch that um, is capable of running uh, WatchOS 9 will get low power mode, which should be good, and also all the new um, fitness features, including uh, the main features for the running workouts, um, will all be coming to these watches that can run WatchOS 9. So that's really yeah. good. I think that's about it. Um, for the Series 8. They, they also did add um, international roaming for the Apple Watches. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's exclusive to the Series 8. It might also... I think they said Series 5 and later series for that Series 5 one. and later, yeah. But you obviously will need a Apple Watch that has cellular, cellular connectivity. Yeah, um, and you need to add your roaming plan. So yes, you will have so, to pay extra for yeah, that. It's not going to be free. It might be a bit pricey. I mean, current but, international roaming is not yeah. cheap. But um, it's a good option if you need it. Yeah. Um, and that leads me on to the star of the show in terms of the Apple Watches here. It is. And that is the Apple Watch Ultra. It is very exciting. I was now, very exciting. It's... Uh, it's it's an interesting watch. It, it's got an interesting design on it. Um, I'd recommend looking it up for yourself so you can have a good idea of what it looks like, but it is a massive watch. Um, to put into perspective, the biggest Apple Watch that we've had to date until this one was 45 millimeters. This watch is now 49 millimeters in screen size. So, and that's not even taking into account the bulkier case. So it is going to be massive on the wrist, but in saying yeah. that they've really focused this on durability, um, for extreme athletes. Um, like we've got extra, we've got an extra side button for um, quick actions, like starting a workout yeah. or marking a segment. We've got um, an all-new compass, um, new ratings for um, water pressure, so you can go scuba diving with this thing. There is so much to love about. I think my favourite feature is actually the fact that it's got better battery life. The first time <laughs> yeah. in Apple Watch history. Yes. Um, it is now claimed at 36, 36 hours, hours yep. I believe. 36 hours of battery life on a single charge. Up from the 18 hours on the yeah, current model. So. Yeah, so I think I think the biggest thing for me is this new design. They're no, this Apple Watch doesn't have the traditional tapering off, which we've really seen come to the Series 7 and 8, where the screen really wraps around the edges of the um, glass. This Apple Watch, I guess you could say it's a bit more traditional in a sense. It actually kind of looks, it kind of symbolises the iPhones now that they're flat and just a slab of glass on top. Yeah, I'm not sure if they put ceramic shield in the glass, but yeah. they did something to really toughen it. And obviously making the glass completely flat um, does help with durability yeah. quite a lot. So pretty much it's kind like, yeah, definitely have a look at the images for yourself. But it's kind of like the design language of an iPhone, like the new iPhones, the iPhone 12 and 13, uh, in a watch. Which now also means that the uh, digital, the digital crown and the side button that we're used to being built into the watch are actually outside of the watch. In they like, sort of protrude out. Yeah, they protrude out in their own little um, housing. And then 
like we said, there's a new action button on the side. So that means that there are three buttons on the Apple Watch now. There's the digital crown, the side button, and on the other side where the speakers are normally, there's the speakers, but there's also an action button. So this is user configurable. You can have it pretty much do whatever you want. So some examples of what could be like logging segments in workouts, having it automatically create waypoints or automatically calling people, I think, maybe. Um, I'm, there's a lot of different actions. We're still, we need to get our hands on this touchy, yeah. really understand it. Yeah. Uh, back on the battery life, uh, yes. there's a claimed 60 hours on low power mode. That's according so to Apple. I'm not sure, like I'm, I'm a bit skeptical about this low power mode because it could be like it is on the iPhone where it doesn't seem to do much. Or it could be uh, like on the Mac where like it limits the refresh rate of the screen. I don't like low power mode on the Mac, but that's another episode. Yeah, so... Anyway, um, it is a very pricey Apple Watch though. So we're seeing yeah. at in US dollars, it's seven nine seven ninety nine. So, um, and in Australia, um, it is uh twelve ninety nine. I believe I'm just checking that. Uh, once it loads. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait um, for the computer to load. That's all right. You can pay as much money for a computer okay. as you want, but it'll never do anything instantly. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. That's. I'm um, taking a little while to load, but we'll I just keep chatting here. <laughs> um, That's great. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Here we go. Uh. Yes. Twelve ninety nine for the base model, which I'd. That's only a hundred dollars off an iPhone. I'm not sure about that price. Um. You but, have to. You have to have a. Very specific use case yeah. to buy this watch, yeah, I think. To put it one way. Yeah. Um, and I know that, actually, just going back on pricing for everything, I know that, so obviously the Apple Watch SE was $30 cheaper. The Apple Watch Series 8 in US dollars is the same price as it's always been. However, in Australian dollars, the way it's worked out is it's $50 more expensive. And you'll find that that's the case with all the products across the board, except for the AirPods um, Hooray Pro. Hooray for inflation. Um, the US prices stayed the same, but all the iPhones have gotten $15, uh, sorry, $50 more expensive in the Australian market, which is pretty unfortunate. Um, but I guess... That's the world we're living in at the moment, so... It is, uh, for better or for worse. So the next product that Apple released, I think, will take a departure from the uh, Apple Watches. I think that's everything to say there until we get our hands on them and then we'll probably do some in-depth um, episodes, maybe, if we can get some demos and our hands on them. So the next thing that we're going to look at is the AirPods. So we have a new AirPods Pro called AirPods Pro 2, I think. That's the name. Yeah, just second generation. Yeah, so it's it's an it's just it's the incremental upgrade to the AirPods Pro. So the original AirPods Pro came out late 2019, so it was almost three years since they'd been updated. So this was long overdue. Um, and essentially, what they've done is they've improved their active noise cancellation, their transparency mode, spatial audio. Um, they added. Um, where the force touch um, gestures are on the stems of the Apple Watch, they've now added touch controls so um, you can swipe up and down to change the volume and possibly some other actions as well. And they've now uh, improved the battery life so it's on par with the third generation uh, AirPods standard. If um, I can make a comment about the battery life, I have third generation AirPods but they don't live up to the acclaimed um, battery life, especially not in the case. Yeah, um, so um, 
Look, take their uh, their battery run times with a bit of a grain of salt here. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, at least it's an improvement to the battery nonetheless. It is. They also got a new chip, uh, the H2 chip, um, which is supposed to help their um, driver, um, their sound quality and things like that. Yeah, that would work with... Um that would probably just work by like unpacking the uh, audio files from Bluetooth. I've lost the word for it. I know there's a word. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to move on <laughs> because I'm not going to think of it. Um, they have changed how the microphones uh, face. So it now faces inwards. Uh, they... To sound more natural when you're on a phone call, supposedly. That's so their claim. That's their claim. These are Apple's claims. We don't have these yet, so we Really don't know. This is just what Apple has told us. Um, there's also now a new tip. So these are the um, silicone tips that go on on the front of the Apple Watch on the series, not the series. <laughs> not um, the series. So they go on the tips of the um, AirPods Pro too. Yeah. Um, so it just means you've got an extra size if you've got small ears. Um, I'm still thinking in Apple Watch, in Apple Watch terms. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think that's, I think that's about it. Oh, that. and also the case had some pretty significant um, uh, some pretty significant upgrades. So they actually didn't mention this in the event, but it does I, now have yeah. the U1 chip. Which um, means that if you have an iPhone 11 or later, you can use precision finding on the Find My app. Which is really good. It lets you find... Um, Assuming that you're sort of within a general location of them, it lets you track it down the direction and how far away you are. It's really good. Um, and that's the same thing they use in, uh, same chip they use in the AirTags as well. Uh, and there's also now speakers on the uh, case of the AirPods Pro to help make some noise if you're looking for the case. And you've also got a lanyard loop um, to add a keychain. I think the U1 chip is uh, one of those really just quality of life improvements because... Um, I know some users' solutions at the moment have just been to uh, <laughs> just pretty much strap an air tag to the back of their AirPods to be able to track them, yeah. which uh, obviously isn't the most elegant solution. It is a solution, but I wouldn't do it. Yeah, so now um, we're sitting at 400 Australian dollars for the AirPods Pro 2. That's 249 US. And um, so that's the same price they yeah. came in at before for both currencies. Just a little side note. Why does Apple still sell the AirPods second generation? They are beyond outdated. And I still think that's 219 Australian dollars for them. I don't know what that works out to be in American. But Apple, you can take the second gen AirPods away. Well, I mean, this is coming from the company that was still selling the Series 3 until this morning. Uh, which didn't support WatchOS 9 for $300. Yeah. So... Draw your own conclusions. Uh, we're moving on now. Okay. <laughs> um, so now let's move to the exciting uh, part the, of the event. The big... Yes, uh, I mean, it was all pretty exciting, but this is what everyone's waiting for. Um, we're sitting... We're looking at the iPhone 14s and the 14 Pros. So... Let's start off with the base model iPhone 14. Yeah. So there's so, two iPhone 14s. There's the 14 and the 14 Plus, I believe it's yeah, called Yeah, 14 now. Plus. Now, they, this is um, this year they haven't done a mini iPhone because it was lacking popularity, I guess. So they've I, decided... I didn't get what the mini was for. They've decided to boost it to the 6.7-inch size to make the Pro Max size more affordable and accessible 
to other um, markets here. So we've got the iPhone 14 at standard 6.1 inch and 14 plus at 6.7 inch. Um, we've got the uh, first upgrade was the longest uh, battery ever in an iPhone. But they say that every year, so... Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty good. Last year, the 13 Pro Max was pretty good, and they're claiming to have beaten that, so it'll be very interesting to see how it goes. It will be. Um, Low-light photography... Well, photography in general was actually um, massively improved, um, especially low-light for these base model uh, iPhones. Unfortunately, it's still got the A15 Bionic chip, which is last year's... um, Last year's chip, they did give it an extra GPU core, so they took the chip from the 13 Pro and put it in here. But it's still, it's still not uh, exactly. I still think they should have put the A16 yeah. Bionic in. Yeah. Um, but we do, we did. It did bring over crash detection. Uh, That's the same as in the Apple Watch. Uh, same as in the Apple Watch. Um, so well, they got the same sensor in there, the 256G's um, for sensor. So if you're in a crash, it can call emergency services for you. Um, same Super Retina XDR display. I think it's the same brightness. I think it is, yeah. It's pretty similar to the yeah. iPhone 13 and this series. one, the 14 and 14 Plus do still have the notch. It's the same notch that we found in the iPhone 13, 13 lineup. So, yeah. The don't... smaller notch, but it's still a notch. Yeah. Don't get confused. If you're going to buy an iPhone 14 for the because there's no longer a notch, which we'll chat about in a second. The 14 and 14 Plus have the notch, and the Pro and Pro Max don't. Just to add to the uh, confusing naming scheme. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the biggest feature for all the well, for the very least the base models, but also for the Pros, um, and this links back to the name Far Out, was that they've now added satellite connectivity. Um, to these devices. So yeah. if you're in a remote area and you've got no cell service, uh, it will the iPhone will help guide you to um, direct your phone in a way that faces a satellite um, and it will allow you to connect to that tower and make a short text message um, or call emergency services to get um, your um, to get you out in an emergency situation. Yeah. Yeah, um, so the thing with, um, like, this isn't, so it's kind of like a sat phone, but it's not. So um, you can't, I don't think you can do um, phone calls off of satellite. You can only send um, te- sh- very short text messages. And at the moment, as far as we know, it's only for um, emergency situations. So I think they did eventually say that there might be, some capability where you can share your um, location on Find My using satellite. But all this stuff is only initially going to be available in the US and Canada. And um, They might bring it to other regions soon. We hope. It will be rolling out, I think, starting in October is what they said. Sorry, November. November. Yeah. An important note with that is that Apple did very quickly, and I say very quickly, include in their keynote... There's a little text at the bottom of the screen that some may not have realised um, that said that the satellite navig- satellite connectivity feature will only be free for the first two years. With the purchase of an iPhone 14. Yeah. Now, that suggests to me that they plan to make this a paid subscription service. Now, I'll be very interested to see how much they're wanting to charge for this because exactly. it's not something I would, uh, I mean, it's not something I don't think we should have to pay for at all, but, yeah. um, 
at the very most, like one or two bucks a month, and that would be a stretch. Yeah, if they're trying to ask like Apple Music money, like twelve bucks a month, like that is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I would never do that. Um, and I think that wraps us up for the yeah. 14, 14 plus. It was, yeah, kind of similar to the iPhone 13 Just Pro's. a bit of a minor spec bump, really. Yeah, um, every year upgrades, really. And, uh, that leads us on to the 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Um, so I think there were, this is they definitely, the they definitely, uh, saved all the new cool features for the Pro models, which is what <laughs> yeah. they usually do, but they really wanted to differentiate them this year. And that's quite obvious. Very. I think the first thing you'll notice is, uh, on the front, um, you've now got a new design with the pill. There's um, no notch. Hooray. It's, finally. It's a, yeah. It's a pill design instead of a notch. Uh, and this actually has, now it's. It's a bit bigger than a hole punch display and a bit bigger than most Androids. But uh, I think it's still a good um, step away from the notch. It, yeah. it means there's a consistent bezel all the way around, so you get some extra pixels. And I think the way they've implemented this is really cool. So they've got this um, new feature called... I think... Um, if we go up... Uh, Dynamic Island, um, it's yes. called. Um, and that um, makes use of um, that new pill area... And it allows it to house um, little system um, notifications, notifications and what's happening on your device at any point in time up in the um, where the notch used to be, where the uh, pill design is. Yeah. And because it's an OLED display, it looks like it's all just built in, which is really cool. It does look really nice. So instead of having that kind of annoying drop down when you go to something like silent mode, that will just come up with a little thing within that. Uh, dynamic island um, and also other things that have been implemented in it such as if you're playing music and you close off the music app there'll be a little music icon I think or a little waveform in the digital island which you'll be able to tap onto and they'll bring up like a preview of your music yeah so it's very um, cool and yeah. you can see how iOS 16 was designed with this in mind so I think it also really shows the tight level of um, hardware and software integration that Apple has within their products. Um, and that is that is something that other manufacturers really can't do because they're using something like Android. And I, think, I think everything else is using Android. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think uh, the other big headline feature was the always-on display. Now, Finally. they've... Em <sighs> this took so long, way too long. To, they could have done it on the iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max last year because they, they had those LTPA They could have done displays. it on the... 12. Well, they need the they need the um, LTPO so it could um, yeah. go down to one hertz. But oh, yes. uh, the way they've implemented this, I think, is really nice. So it's it's not like the traditional Android ones where it's just white text on a black screen and it looks pretty boring. It might just be the time and the date, maybe a couple of widgets. This one fades your wallpaper into a state that doesn't really use much battery life at all on the OLED display. Yeah. And it, but it preserves some of the colours, like some of the key colours in there, so you can still get some good details. And it also keeps your um, widgets from the lock screen on there, as well as um, your time, obviously, date. Uh, and then you've got a little lock icon at the top yeah. in the dynamic island. So it's kind of, it's kind of similar to how the um, Apple Watch always on display works, where it's not just like going to kind of how the Apple Watch looks when it's in power reserve mode, where it's just the time plastered on it. It sort of just fades it out and change, morphs the colours to be 
a bit more dull and use less battery life. Yeah, that's right. So um, I think this is a great implementation of it. And you can really see how, once again, iOS 16, yeah. especially that lock screen was really built yes. um, with this always on display in mind. Yeah, so um, another feature is that um, the um, front-facing camera has um, automatic... I've lost Automatic it. focus. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much all the cameras have been upgraded. Yeah. Um, probably the biggest camera feature was actually going to a 48 megapixel main sensor. Hooray. Uh, finally. Finally. <laughs> been stuck on 12 megapixels for so long. I feel like a lot of these things are we're just going, oh, finally. Oh, finally. About time. <laughs> Apple's catched up. Um, so... Yeah, um, that will improve. I mean, there's not much to improve on cameras anyway. There's not much that you can do, no. really. But they've improved some of their video um, work. It's got supposedly a 65% larger main sensor than the iPhone 13 Pro. Um, but, yeah, the ultra-wide and telephoto lenses were also improved. And we do now have a two-times um, uh, telephoto option as well. Yeah. I think that uses the main lens, um, but... It means you've got four options now, um, 0.5 times, one times, two times, and three times zoom. Yeah, so another feature with the cameras, and I believe, I'd be willing to guess that most of the work of this is being done in um, software after you've taken the video, but there's a new mode called action mode in the camera app, which is if you're filming video and you're, like, you're tracking someone, following someone as you're filming, and it's kind of a bit shaky, the iPhone can now smooth that cam that footage out. Um, my guess is that that would be using both um, some optical image stabilisation where the, the lens and the sensor shift and move a bit and uh, some software magic. Not sure yet because we haven't actually gotten our hands on any of this yet. It's just all of Apple's lovely claims, which of course they're going to cherry pick. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's just another feature in the ever so growing camera app, I guess. Yeah. Um... And obviously, this phone has <coughs> the A16 Bionic, um, something that the standard 14s didn't get, um, which obviously will just uh, provide uh, incremental improvements year yeah. over year, it as we've a, expected. It now has a bigger battery. Again, it, they claim up to 29 hours of video playback on the 14 Pro Max and 23 of continuous video on the 14 Pro. So, of course... We're just always craving more battery life, and now I reckon everyone could end up, most users could end up getting like two days yeah. easily out of this. Yeah, that's right. So, um, that's pretty much the 14s. Unfortunately, we were hoping that the pros would now start 256 gigabytes this year. Unfortunately, it still starts at 128. Um, I checked that earlier, so it's a bit yeah. of a shame. Um, but you know, it's not the end of the world. It's just it's when you're not. paying so much money for these phones. Yes, because in American dollars, the 14 Pro is, starts at $1,000 and the Pro Max starts at 1099 Which is the same price as last year. But in Australia, um, everything, as I mentioned earlier, has upped by $50. So 14 Pro is $1,749 and 14 Pro Max is $1,899. Which, which I feel like is starting to dip into MacBook money. And we're also, just, I didn't touch on this earlier, but the 14 is 1399 Australian, 14 plus 
is fifteen seventy nine, and in US that's seven ninety nine for the fourteen standard and eight ninety nine for yeah. the fourteen plus. Yeah. All right. So these are iPhone fourteen series. The whole lineup is available to pre order from tomorrow at ten pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, check your local Apple website for detailed timing yeah. where you are. I'm sure it'll be plastered on it. <laughs> yeah, and um, the iPhone 14 standard will be available starting the 16th of September. Unfortunately, the iPhone 14 Plus, you'll have to wait until the 7th of October, which is a month away at this point, which is a bit of a shame, but there's obviously some supply shortages with that. Yeah. Um, and if we look at the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max, you can order them tomorrow and they'll be both available starting from the 16th of September. So, so the yeah. only delay is on the 14 Plus at this stage. So we'll probably start seeing these coming out into Apple stores quite soon, which uh, if you can't quite afford the latest model but want to see some of the uh, upgrades, uh, so why not stop by your uh, nearest Apple store and just have a look at it? Yeah, so I think that was a really great event. Um, it was uh, jam-packed. Um, I wasn't expecting free Apple Watch models, no. but there you go. That's what we got. And, uh, yeah, those iPhone 14, especially the Pro and Pro Max, I really like as well. Yeah. So I think that just about wraps us up. I think it um, does. Thanks for tuning into the Tech River today. It was great to have your company with us. Uh, be sure to stay tuned for our next episode. And while you're waiting, uh, why don't you consider sharing the podcast with someone you know who really loves Apple and uh, it would uh, be really excited about these new products. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time.